It's me, Reb D, from 2020 Radical Gold Diggers. Our story today is one man's goal to sobriety. Hey, do me a favor and subscribe to this podcast. Did you know that an estimate of 15 million struggle with alcohol use disorder in the United States, but less than 10% of them receive treatment? Our guest is a man that did benefit from treatment and is also my husband. We've been married for 32 years, but the first few years were very challenging because my husband suffered from substance abuse. Today, he is celebrating a milestone. He is celebrating 29 years of sobriety from substance abuse. He's going to share with us his journey and some principles of recovery. Sean Mason, Noun is the program director of the Covenant Community here in Atlanta, Georgia. Listen to Sean's story. Today, 29 years later, 29 years of sobriety, Congratulations, Sean. I have to ask you a question. How did you do it? How did you recover from substance abuse when so many are struggling? Can you explain how you got through the early years of your recovery? Yeah, that's that's simple. Um, I got through them one day at a time, uh, not worrying about too much, uh, just taking things as they came. Uh, every minute, every hour, every day, and, and dealt with it as it came to me. Um, anything else is too daunting, trying to figure out what I'm going to do next week or how I'm going to deal with things next month or or at one point how I was worried about what I was going to do on my upcoming birthday without drugs and alcohol, but God chose to make those not issues for me, and had I uh, not learned to to, to take things one day at a time, then maybe things would have been a little bit more complicated. Maybe they would have been a little bit more daunting, but they weren't because I dealt with things as they came to me. Your goal was to stay sober. What was the hardest thing or the hardest challenge for you to stay sober entering into your new life? Well, the hardest thing for me uh, was adapting to my new life, Uh, was figuring out how to maneuver in the world that I existed in uh, without drugs and alcohol. All my friends got high. Uh, Everywhere I went, they would serve uh, drugs or alcohol. You know, I, I didn't know how I was going to exist in the new, uh, my new reality. Um, but with a little faith and, and a strong program of recovery uh, and a network of folks that I learned to trust and rely on, and of course a loving family, I was able to, to navigate through that and, and, and learn how to you know, deal with things and realize because I'm in, just because I'm in recovery, everybody else isn't. Um, 
we sometimes we, we, we want the rules to change and the world to change to adapt to our new circumstances. But I learned that we have to learn to adapt to the circumstances, living life on life's terms. I heard you talk about the program. Can you say a little bit more about the program that you use to help you stay sober? Yeah, well, I mean, very simply, um, it's a 12-step program. It's AA, uh, although it's the same principles in AA, NA, and CA. Uh, and it's the foundation of most self-help programs. Um, it's, it's basically, uh, from steps 1 through 12, it teaches you how to develop a relationship with your higher power. Uh, a lot of times, I, you know, as a sponsor, um, it's difficult for me to work with folks uh, that, that, that don't believe in God or, or you know, because ultimately uh, that's what the steps are asking you to do. And, 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 and what a lot of folks do when they come into the rooms, they learn that you can substitute uh, uh, God with a, a group of drunks or any power greater than yourself in order for you to have a mustard seed of faith in order to be able to move forward in the program of recovery. And, and, and that's cool. But I know that when I speak with folks, uh, you know, this is, I want them to know where we're going. You know, I want them to know that this is what's going to happen. I want you to understand what this program is, that the metaphors and all of that stuff are cool, but the words are pretty plain and clear that one through 12 is to develop a relationship with your higher power, whom I choose to call God. Thank you. That's, that is great. Um, you talked about family support. Do you feel that you received the support that you needed to stay sober? A lot of uh, people say that, you know, they come out of treatment and they go right back into the same environment. And this is the reason why they fail. Tell us about your support system when you came out of recovery. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's easy to be sober when you're in a treatment center. Yeah, so, but that's not the real world, you know. Um you're going to go back out to the world that has drugs and alcohol. You know, that's why some folks don't count their recovery date until the day they exit their recovery program. But to me, it was the last day I picked up a drink and that was yesterday. Um, but with, with what you're saying is that folks do the best that they can. People know the struggles that you're going through because you put them through a whole lot of stuff, you know, but they still have to live their lives and there's still a world that you have to find your place in. You know, you were the one that was disruptive in that world. They don't have to change to accommodate you, although most loving families are willing to do whatever they can for their loved ones. But we have to understand that this world doesn't revolve around us, you know. So we have to figure out how we can deal with life on life's terms. And sometimes it's good for us, sometimes it's bad, but eventually you find out which places you can go to, you know, you find out which holidays are going to be good at whose house and this and that. And then eventually you're going to find what's best for you. But it will take some time and, you know, but it's, but it's worth it. Wow. <laughs> well said. Let me ask you this. So many are still suffering. They know in the back of their head that they need to go and get help. What do you want to say to those that are listening and are still suffering and contemplating going into treatment? How can you encourage them? Well, go when you're ready. Um, you going for when somebody else wants you to go into treatment isn't going to work for you. Um, 
basically the program says that you have to be as willing as the dying can be. Uh, basically, you have to hit rock bottom uh, in order to really see that there's nowhere else to go but up. Um, so sometimes when someone's telling you that they want you to do something for them or for, for your family or even for your children, you know, if you're not prepared to make that decision for yourself, it's not going to work out. So they have to make a choice. They have to make a decision. Wow. Well, Sean, I want to thank you for sharing your journey, sharing your truth with us right now. I certainly want to say that I'm so proud of you. I've watched um, you use that 12-step program and literally transform right in front of me into a strong man that you are today. And I'm so proud of you that you're able to um, continue to share your journey and help others into recovery. So God bless you and keep doing what you're doing. Thank you. Wow, I hope you enjoyed that interview with Sean Mason. Thank you for listening to this podcast, and I hope you got something out of it to achieve your goals. Please share this podcast with someone that can use a boost to help them into recovery. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at 2020 Radical Gold Diggers and join our next Gold Table Talk where all we talk about is goals, goals, goals. Thank you.